0: Hello, hello, fellow Whovians, welcome to Who Do Who Think You Are. This is your number one... I don't know.
1: You don't know? I don't know. Do you know where to go? Do you want to go? It's very simple.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. Hello, fellow Whovians, welcome to Who Do Who Think You Are. This is Doctor Who rewatch review podcast hosted by me, Jordy Steele, and Cultaholic and Triple Jump's very own, The Fraser Porter. Hello. You know it off by heart. That was it. it. That was pretty much it. I think... Let's do both, so we'll include that include one that and one. your one.
1: And then include... Hello fellow Whovians, welcome to Who do Who The Are, this is the Doctor Who Rewatch, Rewatch Review Podcast, hosted so my me, George Steele, and Cultaholic and Triple Jumps Fraser Porter.
0: What's up? Uh, you Are feeling the heat, Fraser? Are you getting a bit... Um, it's... Delirious. So, that yeah, this might be... There might, it might be quite loud, this might be a very explicit episode, because in the heat, everyone has their windows open, and when I was on the call with Jordy the other night, we noticed that people across the road were making uh, sweet, sweet, happy love. screams. Yeah, they were they were quite loud. Uh, so that's a fair warning to anyone you might hear that in the background. But the heat is on. It's like 30 degrees here today. Whew. Um, I had to do a delivery to the post office. Um, so I had like a bag on. I had. I was carrying boxes, um, and there's was, there was no clouds and the walk to the post office, there was no shade. Yikes. Uh, I feel I felt a bit burny and I, I this is before I got my hair cut. Mm. So I had long hair just sweating, getting everywhere. It was it's been it's been quite warm. What about you? What's it like I, in the laboratory? It was
1: only like twenty five degrees here, but it's still just like I've been because it's the Edinburgh International Film Festival this week. Uh, and i've got a bunch of screeners to watch so i've been in a dark room all day watching films mm. um oh what is my life uh oh,
0: i know your life sucks. i've had a
1: fan on but it's just uh <clears throat> boiling so i can't imagine being down it's south
0: warm. i mean it's it's very dry here there was a wildfire in gateshead oh um today we a big bad fire um, not as big as the bad as the fire in this episode, but it was it was pretty pretty bad. There was an emergency. Um, but it's very warm. I'm struggling. I've drank a lot of water, but I'm ready for the uh, the fires of Pompeii. Fires of
1: Pompeii, season four, episode two. Fraser, would you like to listen to the poem of the
0: episode? I always want to listen to the poem of the episode. Let's go for it.
1: Okay, uh, try and try and guess. I don't know if you'll... It's very subtle, but if you can guess the inspiration for this poem. Uh, okay. Go. Every day we adventure through all time. So I write a little rhyme to explain what we're gonna do. And I said, hey. Hey. I tell you what we're gonna do today. We're gonna watch the fires of Pompeii and talk a lot about the doctor. Hey. Oh, hey. There'll be women who say, but they don't know Volcano Day is going to get a little hotter.
0: Hey, you got to listen to your heart, listen to the beat, listen to the rhythm, rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes, open up your ears and make things better by working together. Hey. It's a simple message and it comes from the heart
1: i i didn't really watch arthur as a child
0: what <laughs> oh just believe in yourself believe in yourself it was that in mona the vampire hey mona that's, that's the thing right now you've started this you've mm-hmm. done arthur this was a really good one top okay, marks thank you when we get to season five episode three that i think is the vampires of venice. venice i think you need to do Mona the vampire He's a nice, normal doctor in an extraordinary box. 11th doc. Hey, hey Amy.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> grab your box. Grab your...
1: What channels mate. were they on?
0: CBBC. Was it yes, CBBC? BBC. Arthur? Yeah. Arthur was ah. CBBC, yeah. So was Mona.
1: So I was more of a... They were on early, weren't they? Like... Kids, um, children, time, prime time, not, children's.
0: No, I would, well, it was after school, yeah.
1: I was too busy watching Ben 10.
0: On CITV or when it was on Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network. Uh, see, I didn't have the fans' channels. Oh. Ah. We had CITV or CBC, or, as I would often do, Midsummer Murders. With your mum? Yeah, but like, full of, just even without my mum, right, pop. Murder she wrote on.
1: Tiny Fraser getting the remote. Waddling up to the chair.
0: Yep, climbing up. Time for my Midsummer Murders. Come outside. Nah, mate. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote, mate. Bit of Columbo. That's what I'm all about. Get some Poirot on. Oh, yes. Little bit of Poirot. Little bit of one more thing. And one more thing, my wife, uh, she, she loves, loves your cook. She loves your cooking. Buys all your books. Yeah, He's always got one more thing at one thing. I think he had um, Alzheimer's. Possibly, he had a fake eye. Ah! Did Peter he folk? pop it out? Yeah, did. A... Well, he didn't. No, it was just a it was a glass eye. All right. Um, but it's quite obvious. Leave the, it around so you can like spy that, on yeah. them. <laughs> yeah that's how you that's how you figured it all out yeah um, but yeah that's I think there's not enough Doctor Who episodes that are Agatha Christie inspired but we're going to get one soon
1: yes very soon
0: in like two episodes three like, episodes in like three yeah yeah something like that was it Christie? oh no oh no <laughs> but uh, yeah top again top marks on the on the poem of the week let's let's jump right into
1: the episode fires of pompeii season 4 episode 2 aired on the 12th of april 2018 and was directed by colin teague who also directed the sound of drums and the last of the time lords and was written by james moran or moran
0: moran i think moran
1: moron
0: moron yeah moron james moron this
1: is his only doctor who episode
0: it is but he's done uh, some torchwood yes uh, and primeval oh did he do primeval what uh, like what season
1: i don't know, you know what? it just said primeval on the doctor who wikipedia page oh well,
0: there you go yeah. primeval great show
1: ancient rome fraser doctor yes. and donna walk out he's like ancient rome ah mm. ooh, look at all the culture yeah, everything's translated in English thanks to the handy translation circuit with the Tardis.
0: Uh I would love that just in life. Like why does why do we not have that technology yet? Just
1: a translator.
0: Um Google. I guess the Google Translate is yeah. the closest, but like like an earpiece?
1: Well, surely with like cuz remember when Google glasses were all the the rage? Yeah that lasts well, so long they're still they're still in development still in development but surely like we have we have camera uh, uh applications that allow you to just point your camera Pointing, at something yeah, and it will translate so surely just put that in the glasses bob's your uncle
0: that'd be pretty cool but i think an earpiece an earpiece that just automatically translates
1: true yeah that would be that would be very handy um uh, uh donna tries to to speak even though the doctor tells her that they are in fact speaking uh latin um they they she tries to speak latin itself by by quoting uh vini viri vici.
0: vini, viri vici, vini viri like vici three the third it's like the third time that phrase has popped up this week it's for me yeah Cause it was, it's at a level in Assassin's Creed two, Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Matthew said it on the podcast that last week.
1: Yeah. Cause Giovanni. It's
0: all Giovanni Vici. Yeah. And then it's in this episode here. Yeah. I came. I saw. I conquered the idea of a free Caesar salad bar.
1: <laughs> ah, it's so good. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I came. I saw. I conquered. Um, the, she. She basically. She just says that to a a a, a, a local and, a col- a uh, shop owner, yeah. They uh, they think she's she's Celtic. She's I I don't sorry love, I don't speak Celtic.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh she's from Celtland. She's Celtland. She's Celtic. Celt. <laughs> Guess she's sound a bit Welsh. Sound a bit Welsh. Um yeah. Karen Gillan follows them around. She does, looking quite creepy with the, the eyes and the The eyes. Like the, yeah, invoking, like the angel invoking, like yeah. the angel,
1: angel uh, imagery. Um, they're walking around, and and Donna realizes there's only one mountain opposed to the seven hills of Rome. Uh, and then the ground begins to shake. The uh, oh. doctor realizes they're not in Rome; they're in Pompeii, and it's volcano day. And it's volcano
0: day. It is volcano day, and then we get the title card. It's. I think this is one of the best cold opens we've had actually Mm -hmm. just just because it's like everyone knows pompeii yeah and it's it's a natural threat
1: Mm -hmm. like
0: it's not like it's oh here's well isn't it it does turn out to be an alien but spoilers um but like we're not actually in rome ah damn we're in pompeii and it's pompeii volcano day okay
1: um Karen Gillan returns to her temple to her fellow priestesses, the sis, s- s- what, Sibylline?
0: of Sibylline, Yeah, the Sibeline sisterhood, Sibylline
1: Sibylline. Sith- sisterhood. Um, and she tells them the man with the blue box has arrived. Um, meanwhile, the the doctor and uh, uh, Donna quickly are like, "Let's get out of here." He goes yeah, to, they go to find the TARDIS, but the TARDIS is gone. Um, uh, uh, one of the, the shopkeepers tells them that it was. He sold it to um, old Lobus Caecilius, a marble merchant. Also, fun fact uh, Vini Vidi Vici uh, yeah. sh- w- would have been pronounced Wini Widi Vici.
0: But in Latin? Yeah. Weini, weini, weini. Back in weini. those days. Wini wow. not as It's not as cool a phrase.
1: No, but.
0: Wini Vici.
1: I came, um, I saw, yeah, I it, conquered.
0: Like, <laughs> the, it's just a. Imagine if a shop owner did that nowadays. Oh, your bike was your left car, outside yeah. the shop. Your car was parked outside the shop. Sold I it. Sold it. it. was good money. Good money. Yeah. Take it up with him.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yes yeah, so Lobus Caecilius is a marble merchant and he is played by. Peter Capaldi! Yeah, this is
0: weird that in this episode you've got two future Doctor Who stars making mm-hmm. their debuts. Uh, really cool to see Peter Capaldi here. Um, It's strange, though, to see him here. Yes. Now that we know he plays the future Doctor. like Seeing him in this episode, I'm like, this is, that's, this is the 12th Doctor and the 10th Doctor getting a meet.
1: Yeah, and I love that he's infatuated with the TARDIS. Yeah. Even though it wasn't planned, it's just I, like oh, it makes it's. There's so many like it parallels and, and See, connections.
0: I I I don't think I would have liked it, but I would have also I would have kind of liked, to, I, I kind of would have liked it. If it's he was stupid. the doctor, like it wouldn't work. Yeah, but he was in a chameleon arc. Hmm. <laughs> because like. Inst- obviously they, they do the whole I wonder why I chose this face I chose it because I want to be kind I want to look back and remember who because I saved because I'm
1: the doctor and I save people
0: and do- never ever eat pears oh um, he's gone Um, but I, I it would have been cool if they'd just gone well actually that's the 12th doctor so you would have given him
1: happy. a family
0: Um it depends how long he'd been. He would have had a child, two children. Two children? How long? Had he been living in Popeye? Um, Clara? Clara. It uh, just... I, I would have liked... I think it would have been cool. It wouldn't have worked in the context of the episode. Mm-hmm. In terms of how it ends, because it's quite clear he's a human from the time frame. Yeah. Um, But... <laughs> That would have been one way they could have explained it
1: yes but he calls the tardis modern art this is very funny because it's all time and stuff um yeah. lobus's doctor uh daughter even uh evelina she has the <laughs> gift she receives visions upon consuming the vapors from house vents
0: we've we've all been there we have yeah. all been there
1: yeah um it's the twenty third of August, seventy nine A. D., which means volcano days tomorrow. Actually, uh, unlike the doctor said in the cold open, uh, Donna. Yeah,
0: why he lied? Mm. He lied. He knew it wasn't volcano. Well, maybe he he's. Has he checked his watch or something? Read a paper.
1: The volcano day. Well, as we'll we'll talk about it later because he says something that yeah. sort of confused me. Because it sort of changes the way the Doctor acts for the entire show, but then they never really pick up on it ever again. But we'll, okay. We'll get to okay. that. Um, but yeah, Donna is wanting to warn everyone and start an ev- evacuation, but the Doctor says she can't, that Pompeii is a fixed point in time.
0: Fixed. Cannot be changed. Cannot, Cannot be, changed. be changed.
1: Sometimes are in flux. Sometimes are
0: fixed. I wonder why it's a fixed point.
1: Because... everyone knows that the volcano went off and loads of people died.
0: I suppose it would affect a lot of. It would change a lot of history.
1: Mm. Probably not much. (laughs) If you think about.
0: Yeah, I guess. Well, but loads of people narrowly avoided an eruption. Uh, Happened in like what seventy nine A. D. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. A bit wild a bit wild
1: I wonder I wonder how long because I don't think they had Twitter back then so I, um, I wonder how long it would not, have taken not. for like the world was, to to know about
0: that oh well they had myspace all right um but I did look up a bit about Pompeii, and it was like it was heard quite far around mm-hmm. the the countries and, and Europe um it, it's not as expensive The most, the biggest volcanic explosion of all time was Krakatoa. Right. Um. That
1: was heard around the world. Around the world, yeah.
0: And that that was yeah. But I imagine Pompeii was probably similar, but people just didn't know that's what it was, so wouldn't have. Yeah. Somebody just clapped really loud. Which one of you has done (laughs) a and hasn't flushed? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was disgusting. (laughs) it was the gods. Um, but they probably, they, they probably was heard quite far in the world. Maybe not as loud as Krakatoa. But yeah, the word would have got around.
1: Yeah. The high priestess foresees a great empire of Pompeii, rivaling that of Rome, and that the Doctor and Donna seek to put an end to that. She tells her fellow priestesses that a prophecy foresees the blue box that will come at the time of fire, destruction and betrayal.
0: Well, they look like idiots, don't they?
1: Mm. Silly
0: people. Yeah, that prophecy's bull. Yeah. Absolute rubbish.
1: Well, we know about the fire and destruction, but what's the betrayal that they're talking about? Mm. The Doctor and Donna visit Lobus uh, under the guise of Spartacus. I'm Spartacus, and so am I. It's a clever joke, Fraser.
0: Because they're, they're, they're the same family. And He's also, like, I see the brother... Yes. I see the family resemblance.
1: And also the reference to the story of Spartacus and how everyone went,
0: I'm Spartacus. Well, I'm Spartacus.
1: I'm Spartacus and so is my wife.
0: Yeah. I, I, I liked um, Donna's reaction to being told, oh, you do look alike, though. You do look alike. Ah, I see the family resemblance like
1: no. huh? uh they find the TARDIS and uh donna sort of subtly attempts to get the family out of town going oh you should go on holiday lovely family like you
0: maybe just go to rome for Good the room. weekend you know, what'd you do with your, what'd you do with your mates what was the, her interaction later with the, the daughter was brilliant I can't remember the shop though that she named
1: tk maximus
0: T.K. Maximus, that was it,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucius Dextrus, the city ogre. The ogre.
0: Get out of my swamp.
1: Ogres have layers, Fraser. Uh, Ogres have layers. Though. They're pretty much just a lead soothsayer uh, and a man. Yes. Uh, he has commissioned a piece from Caecilius, a piece of marble that looks strikingly like a circuit board. Well,
0: that could be for? oh that's
1: <laughs> really want? we never find out that's that's when my uh, power cut out so
0: oh okay well then yeah we never find out Uh, what an episode thank you very much for listening thanks for listening Uh, i'll wrap it up there
1: Uh, i love the 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 celtic references whenever the doctor uses a a latin term like status quo
0: yeah 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 It's, it's a good running joke
1: um, Evelina enters high on vapor. She's so high on vapor right now.
0: Absolutely. She's nice. whiting out right. at that moment. Uh, she is. She, she looks whited out.
1: Yeah, somehow she knows the doctor and so does Lucius.
0: I like them trying to one-up each other. hmm In terms of their predictions for the future and their what they see. Yeah,
1: because um, she's talking about like how he's the, your name is a secret lost amongst the stars and then uh, and he tells lucius is like oh i think you're being out soothsaced," and he's like is that so man from gallifrey and you're like gallifrey
0: oh what my hell?
1: god mic drop
0: yeah and he's like well, there's something on your back yeah as he, well he
1: tells the doctor she is returning and he tells the do- donna there's something on your back on your
0: back and then his real name is the doctor's real name is hidden And Burns in the Cascade of Medusa herself. Medusa Cascade. Mm. It's it's really cool references here. I thought, like, the way that they managed to do it, because it is like, oh, they're not... They're telling the truth. They are seeing things. Yeah, They know... They have information about him and it kind of adds a little bit of tension to the episode.
1: Yes, but how are they getting all these visions? Well, Fraser, thanks for asking. The doctor yeah. inspects the vents, finding tiny particles of rock in the vapors that the soothsayers inhale.
0: Just a bit of low fat, high fat dust. Dust. Dust.
1: He breaks into Lucius's house and finds more circuit boards made of stone uh, uh. completing a, a, a circuit yeah donna tells evelina about vesuvius erupting who communicates it to the sibylline sisterhood um the high priestess says donna must die She must quite, die. Ex- quite
0: extreme quite extreme because it's a new prophecy but like come on grow up people can people can have different predictions for the future yeah you know well she's just saying you know maybe when i get out of town the volcano's going to erupt well, they, yeah. I don't actually know what, what a volcano is, we don't have that word. We don't yet, have that
1: so. word yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great, they gotta learn a new word while they're all dying. Yeah. Uh, the doctor escapes from Lucius's house with the help of Quintus, Lobus's son, but as they run, they hear a loud banging noise. It's the people across from Fraser.
0: It is. They are they're not at it yet, but they might be. Yeah. The thing is, they can probably hear me commenting on them because my windows Good. are open. Good for so them. If, they, if I could hear them, they could hear my right country. <gasps> Put a bit of torque in it. You're
1: timing yourselves. Uh, uh, hurry up. No, but the loud banging noise phrase was footsteps. They rush back to the <gasps> family house just in time as a giant monstrous rock being climbs out through the vents. It looks... It's got a wee Spartan hat.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is... This is the CG... Off the time, isn't it? I th- I didn't think it was
1: terrible. It wasn't. terrible. We have seen didn't... worse.
0: It just didn't look like it was in the scene.
1: No. Um.
0: Like that, it was well done, but it just that that's the. Th- I would rather bad CG that or average CG that looks in the scene. Mm. And looks like it's actually there and real, and not fairly decent cg for doctor who it yeah. doesn't look like it's actually in the scene at all yeah or
1: um, we do what recent series have done and you basically just have the cg monsters in one shot and then never have them in a shot with live action people ever
0: that would work that would work that's a good alternative i think they could have uh excuse me done practical and just set a big rock on fire. <laughs> Here's a rock. Yeah, just get Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. A rock flammable. Cover him in light, lighter lighter Light
1: Fuge. Yeah, he's getting to. Uh, I like yeah. when when they kill it kills one of their uh, helpers, and he, his noise his death noise, uh, is not one to be proud of because he's just like, whoa.
0: <laughs> I I genuinely th- would expect more of a Wilhelm scream ah, 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 or that, yeah. Oh my god! Ah, ah. Something like that. Oh, um. As the family rush
1: around to get water, and the doctor tries to talk to the monster, the sisterhood appear and kidnap Donna. Quintus throws water on the monster, and it extinguishes, crumbling to the floor.
0: Ripperino Riparino. Rip. Ah. Uh, reno
1: the sisterhood prepared to sacrifice donna but the doctor arrives just in time to stop them the high priestess finally shows herself a woman whose skin has turned to stone but she's still able to move around
0: she's still slightly able to move i'm guessing she's still got some it is soft stone Uh, it's quite horrific i like the practicalness Mm -hmm. it you know it did add something to again it made it seem more real because it's in the scene
1: yeah um, she needs some simple...
0: But it did look slightly styrofoamy.
1: Yes. Very... Which is fine. It looked like... Uh, Peter's makeup in Hunger Games.
0: Okay, I was going to say The Thing from... That's another good Fantastic one, yeah. Fantastic Four. Um, but the original Fantastic Four of 2005. Yeah, well, that's not the original Actually, more one. specifically... More specifically, the fists that you can buy. Mm. It's not the original, but it's the one that actually got released.
1: Yeah, I had the Hulk fists.
0: I didn't have any.
1: Oh, poor child. Um, the Doctor coaxes the uh, creature taking over her to speak to him, and it does, revealing itself as a pyrovile. A waterfall
0: Big reveal. Big shock reveal. Um, Although the i don't like the doctor's reaction to this right because he seems shocked that they're pyrovils, <gasps> yeah and doesn't know what they are and he's like reveal who you are sort of thing where are you from sort of you know um and then donna goes what what the hell are that and then he's like oh, the one that we defeated back at their house was a, a foot soldier Pyraville it was an adult pyroville. An adult pyroville. So he knows what they are. Mm. So why not? Just be like right at that moment, be like. At that That's moment, a Pyroville. Yeah. That. I don't know what if, how to defeat them.
1: He's under a lot of stress, Fraser. It's probably uh, very yeah. hot. He's very probably delirious. It
0: is, it's it's volcano day.
1: Yeah. Um. I just can't believe they they let a pedophile into set.
0: I know, right? It's, well, it's BBC, and so you know.
1: Yeah, uh, the doctor pulls out a water gun. The pyrovile crashes. Oh no!
0: Yeah, the the, the he
1: holds a a, a water he pulls gun. Out a, a little water gun, yeah. Um, the pyroviles crashed Earth millennia before and were finally freed by the earthquake of 62 A.D. As dust, they were able to slowly possess humans. The creatures, the creature that attacked them was an adult pyrovile. Donna opens a vent and they escape now they're going into like the source of heat for a lot of they are going
0: yeah, into yeah they're yeah. going into essential heating the the pit that's like really hot um they are yeah the, the probably the the hottest area that they could possibly be going into they're going into the the, the volcano essentially yeah well they are going into the
1: volcano. they are going into the, yeah we see that yeah. um I mean, I guess they do sort of explain why they don't die horrifically in the, in the tunnels later, but we will get yeah, to that. But um, but yeah. But while they're, they're going through the tunnels and um, the doctor explains the burden of the Time Lord. Um, that's burden with an M.
0: I was going to say the barred M of the Time Lords. Of the Time Lords.
1: Uh, he can see the past, present and all possible futures at once. Now that's never been established before, and they don't talk about it afterwards.
0: I guess if you're if you're trying to make sense of it, it could be that he can he can feasibly
1: it would make sense. They're like, oh, I remember. I've studied. I've I've existed well, no, longer. I'd,
0: if well, there's that, but it it could mean it in a more figurative sense and like he can literally travel to every past future and possible future that there is
1: but that's not what he said he was like this is how I experience time it sort of connects to how he sees Captain Jack
0: and like how mm, he's
1: a fixed point you were a fact Jack
0: yeah i mean i i I took it as a a more figurative sense of like we know that there's non-fixed points in time so if he travels into the future Mm. and sees something that's a possible future it might not turn out that way but it just so happens it did the way he for him
1: it's funny how everywhere if it's a literal sense he changes things and it's fine
0: he does he does change some little things there's not been
1: one doctor who episode where he goes and he's like, right, not interacting with anybody. Let's go. End of episode. I'm
0: trying to think, I'm trying to think if there is off the top of my head.
1: Just an observation episode.
0: Um. God, yeah. What is there any episode where he just, if he wasn't, wouldn't in the story, make for would entertaining,
1: entertaining story? But, would but it, yeah, there's no like Raiders of the Lost Ark style stories where those people would have died anyway. Because, like, eh? there's so many aliens that would have just killed everyone if the Doctor hadn't been there.
0: Hadn't been there. I I mean, it's... really trying to rag my brain. It's my biggest
1: gripe with the Doctor Who sort of concept, but I let it go, otherwise Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to watch Doctor Who and enjoy Doctor Who.
0: God, is is there any episode that No, because it would be rubbish TV. No, but if there's, I mean, not in like just an observation sense, but if he wasn't there, if the same outcome would have happened, but just being there. Oh right.
1: Um. Probably not, because like the whole point is that.
0: I know that he goes in and saves the day. He saves
1: the day and solves the problem, or his companion does.
0: Oh, (laughs) uh, there must be one um yeah what no (laughs) this is really annoying yeah there has to be an episode that's like similar enough that he it wouldn't change if he wasn't wasn't in it
1: i don't think you're going to be able to think of one think think of it for next week if you find one
0: yeah yeah god that's tough
1: or maybe now we'll we'll introduce a new segment where we figure out what would happen if the Doctor hadn't been there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but in this episode, uh, Lucius Dexterous and the Cult of Vulcan climb uh, Mount Vesuvius and summon more Pyroviles. They're big Spock fans. Yeah. Um, the Doctor and Donna find themselves inside the mountain, uh, discovering the crashed ship of the Pyroviles. And they're sort of just walking around.
0: Just, yeah, they're just all just chilling, just roaming. Yeah. Just roaming about.
1: And we see basically the doctor's like, oh, the the pyroviles, they are absorbing the energy of the volcano. Uh, and that's why um they don't die of heat. Of heat, yeah. Or like heat stroke, probably. Um, yeah. Lucius tells the doctor that the py- pyrovilia, their home planet, uh, was destroyed and they plan to take over Earth. That's another planet that was
0: destroyed. Another missing missing planet.
1: Uh, The Doctor realizes why the soothsayers haven't been able to see the eruption of Vesuvius in their visions. The Pyroviles have been using the energy of the volcano to power up a device which will allow them to possess humans more easily all over the world. Meaning, Vesuvius won't erupt, but the world would be taken over. Meaning, the Doctor has to make the choice Pompeii or the world.
0: I know the episode okay the outcome no matter what doesn't change because the doctor's in it and it's the point of the episode it's Vincent and the doctor no if he wasn't in that episode the outcome would be the exact same would Vincent and it's not the have
1: whole point died though
0: no no because like it's it's the same the same thing would have happened he him being there didn't change anything
1: would the monster still in the, the church way? would have not killed him?
0: I don't think so. Because when they, before they go back in time, yeah. he still died at the exact same point.
1: They also sort of insinuate that by going forward in time and seeing all his works, that then uh, 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 gives him purpose to then paint because yeah, like but, he, he continues painting after after the, that point of time in that episode
0: but I think I, I think because he he still died at the same day like it doesn't change the outcome it's the only that's the closest I can get to that little asterisk of if the doctor wasn't in the episode would it have cha- like would it have changed anything Vincent of the doctor I think is the closest so if he wasn't in there remove the doctor you still have van Gogh dying on the same day, living the same life, painting the same things. But Mm. that's like a season time, so let's continue with this.
1: Uh, He deactivates the device with the help of Donna, destroying the pyrovials, but condemning Pompeii in a scene remarkably mirroring the moment.
0: Yeah.
1: When he's got his hands over the thing and then Donna puts her hands over it. Genius TV show. Um, while well, inside...
0: done. well done Stephen Moffat for playing back to this. I don't think he did it intentionally. No, it probably
1: cool. not. Uh, while inside the Pyroviral ship, the Doctor and Donna are propelled into the sky uh, as the volcano erupts um, and land quite safely at the foot of the mountain. They then manage to outrun the eruption back to the Kaecilius home where Lobus and his family embrace in the corner, begging the Doctor to save them donna pleads with him to save them just them just one family
0: it's an interesting dilemma it's the whole he's got the power can't should he
1: i like that his right so have you seen or or read uh uh, but more likely seen the 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 animated adaptation of under the red hood the batman story
0: I am I'm not, I've not read or seen it, but I am familiar with it.
1: So there is a, a great sort of exchange between Red Hood, formerly the Robin, Jason Todd, who was killed and then brought back to life, mm-hmm. and Batman, um, in which Jason has beaten up the Joker, um, and the, Batman and him are fighting, uh, and he's like, I can forgive you for not being able to save me when I died. But how could you not how could you let him go? How could you yeah. not scour the earth and kill him? If he killed you, that's what I'd do to him. And Batman's yeah. like, because it would be too easy. And if I did, where would I stop? Yeah. Um yeah. and I think that that's the in the same dynamic as 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 this moment where the doctor's like if I could go back and save my people, I would, but I yeah. can't, so why would I do it for other people um
0: yeah'cause he which is is sad that he did save his people, but he doesn't mm. know yet,
1: but it's a very vulnerable moment of the doctor, and I like it when the doctor's vulnerable,
0: yeah, it makes strangely it makes him more human, yeah he has a creed. i guess it makes it makes us more able to relate to him when mm-hmm. we're usually the ones relating to the Companion, so it is cool that we get to have that. I would say that David Tennant is the most human Doctor yes. that we, we have had in Nuhu.
1: Absolutely. So. Um, as their home crumbles around them, ash coating their bodies, the TARDIS materializes in front of the Caecilius family, and the Doctor holds out a hand. They watch the destruction from Pompeii from the safety of a hill.
0: I like the shot of the door opening, mm-hmm. the light behind the handout. Come Where's with that
1: light coming from?
0: Right, um, don't I guess get the, the whole... get the light ready. Yeah, going and shine the light. Um, it, to me, that is the trailer for Doctor Who. Yes, like that. That's that in every picture... montage. Yeah, I can picture it now. I can I can think of it, and that got me so excited to so seeing it here in that moment. The come with me. It was just like. Oh, that's my childhood. That's got that's got me so hyped. Yeah. And what was really annoying is I was like when I watched it, I was I could watch a couple episodes. But I'm like, no, because otherwise I'll not be it'll not be fresh in my mind when we come to chat about it. <laughs> yeah. I want you to just continue watching them. Uh,
1: if it had been written by Russell T. Davis, he would have gone, come with me if you want to live. I've always wanted you know, to like say that.
0: that. Uh,
1: yeah. <sighs> uh the doctor and Donna leave and he tells her she was right. Uh, sometimes he needs someone and he welcomes her on board officially Um, six months later Lobus has revitalized his business in Rome Uh, Evelina has friends and Quintus is studying to be a doctor Uh, before he leaves for his studies his mother tells him to give thanks to the household gods, a marble sculpture of the doctor, Donna and the TARDIS
0: and then
1: next time
0: Dun-dun-dun. The planet Dun-dun. of well, the Well, that elite. brings us nicely on who via the number one trivia podcast on this podcast. is <laughs> <laughs> Geordie Steele. As always, we're going to talk about Fires of Pompeii. We have, I think, nine points, but don't hold me <gasps> to that. Uh, Karen Gillen obviously appears in this episode for the first time as a soothsayer who would later be cast as Amy Pond, mm. the new companion for Series 5. Literally just uh, what would be been two years later um, wow. Peter Capaldi also plays Kaecilius in this episode who would like to be cast as the 12th Doctor um, both use English accents in this episode but are both naturally Scottish mm. uh, later in their roles which is which is funny but the, the dual casting of Capaldi is, is explained in canon but Gillen's is never mentioned I, I feel like it, it isn't needed to the fact that she wears, wears makeup but it's yeah. quite obviously Karen Gillen um, when the Doctor and Donna see Vesuvius rumbling and realise that they have landed in Pompeii and not Rome, the Doctor says, it's Volcano Day. This uh, could be a reference to the Doctor Dances, uh, the obviously the ninth Doctor adventure. When explaining his con to the Doctor and Rose, Captain Jack says, Pompeii's nice if you want to make a vacation off it though, but you've got to set your alarm for Volcano Day. Which means, uh, during this episode captain jack harkness is in Pompeii doing his self-cleaning con that he explained in the doctor dances so jack Mm. captain jack is there but it's prior to him meeting the doctor
1: wow so is loki
0: so is loki yeah yeah he is there um imagine that doctor who loki crossover that would be brilliant yeah um much of this episode was actually shot in rome in italy uh, this marked the first time that the doc- that Doctor Who has substantially been filmed outside of the UK since the film in 1996 which was produced in Vancouver um, however they reused a lot of the sets for this from the 2005 BBC HBO co-production of Rome ah. so they used all the same sets literally all of the same ones um the Roman family in Pompeii scrambling to protect artwork during an earthquake, obviously Peter Capaldi's family in this case, he was yelling positions, is a reference to Mary Poppins when the neighbour would fire the rooftop cannon each day. Um, You mentioned that the daughter looked quite white and quite ill and that she was clearly on something. Mm-hmm. Well, Francesca Fowler, the actress, uh, suffered from a bad case of food poisoning during filming of this episode, oh. uh, which has since been said to have helped contribute to Evelina's ill appearance. Use so it, into, it. But she was really ill, supposedly. Wow. Uh, to the point where it was like she was only able to film a little bit at a time. Um, I imagine any shot she's not in, but it's a conversation with her, she probably wasn't around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to be able to, so that she's got a head over a toilet or whatever. Woman. Um, this episode was intended to be transmitted after Planet of the Ood, but this was swapped because Russell T Davis wrote, uh, that since the Ood tale is surprisingly dark, I thought it would undercut people's comedy expectations of life with Donna. But then, as uh, the read through, I thought the Ood episode was dark to the point of grim. Uh, it's a very macho, testosterone fueled script, and they never. They're never my favourites, so yes, it's better as a third episode and placing The Fires of Popeye as the first adventure out of planet Earth. Um, So it was just a last-minute change. They thankfully hadn't filmed them because I was thinking, if this was originally the third episode, this is weird that he accepts Runt of the TARDIS in this one, but Mm. yeah, it was before they'd filmed it. Um, However, this episode actually replaced... Uh, an original planned episode that was set world during World War II, which was written by Mark Gattis, called The Suicide Exhibition. It would have involved a Nazi task force assaulting the Natural History Museum in London, which has been overrun by monsters. Later action would have involved the discovery of a secret chamber beneath the museum, um, which, that's literally all the information I have on this cancelled episode, but th- this episode replaced it. Mm. Um not sure how much was written off it, but it was a Mark Gattis story, so, you know, make your own mind up on what you would have thought about it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you mentioned the disappearance with the Pyroville's homeworld disappearing. Um. You mentioned the writing of this ep- episode. James Moran had difficulty writing it, actually, and he had to rewrite the Doctor's opening line and the cold open up to 20 times. <laughs> yeah. Not great, is it? Yeah. Um. Lucius tells the Doctor she's returning, he tells Donna there's something on your back, and the soothsayer says the Doctor's real name is Hidden and burns in the Cascade of Medusa, as we mentioned earlier. All of these things foreshadow the season's final three episodes. Um, And finally, according to David Tenn on the commentary for this episode, when the Doctor breaks off Lucius' arm, the original script had the Doctor actually throwing it on the ground and breaking it into pieces. Uh, Tennant requested that this part be taken out as he figured it was far too violent and destructive for his Doctor. Yeah. Both he and Catherine st- Catherine Tate still consider this final cut of the episode to be far too aggressive by the Doctor's usual standards and don't agree with his characterisation. Mm. Which is very interesting um, because, quite clearly, this is the way that Russell T. Davis wanted it to go and he found this is quite a light episode compared yeah. to The Planet of the Ood. While David Tennant doesn't he, he, i mean in that the, the stuff i found doesn't feel like this is the 10th doctor wow um and i think even looking at the next episode i'm not sure if you've watched it yet but looking at the next episode and how he acts it's very different to how he acts here well
1: like, i like to see this uh, episode as a turning point for the character of the doctor
0: I mean, it absolutely could be, but it's more in the, for me, I, I future spoilers for Planet of the Ood ever so slightly. Um, here, he's obviously very, no, this is fixed point, I'm not, I can't save everyone, mm. you know, sort of thing. And then in the next episode, perhaps it is a turning point, but in the next episode, he's very much like, we need to save all of the Ood. We need yeah. to save all of them.
1: I, um, I mean, he's always been very wibbly wobbly with his tiny morale.
0: He has, but I feel like the 10th Doctor particularly I do agree with David Tennant ever so slightly in the fact that this feels somewhat out of character for the Doctor to not save some people because I mean obviously it's not his Doctor but the 9th Doctor famously proclaimed just this once everybody lives Mm -hmm. quite clearly he wanted to save people when he could and the tenth Doctor has been the same. Wherever he could, he will try to save folk. In this one, I mean, he's very like he's like, no, I'm not even going to save a family. And then he's finally convinced at the last second.
1: I mean, to 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 argue that point in in yeah. the the empty child and the Doctor dances, um, it is not a fixed point in time that a, a gas mask virus took over Britain and, and the world. That's true. Um, so I think him going, everybody lives, is his satisfaction that he was able to save every he he because he thought once you had the gas masks on, you were dead. So yeah. he was able to save everyone, and and everyone would get to live.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all it's quite as you say, he's quite flimsy with his morale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do I do agree this is like the most aggressive and slightly out of character we've seen of him. I think it makes a really good episode for it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that it's an issue at all. It just does feel out of character for him to me anyway. Um but strangely not out of character for the 11th Doctor for me. I feel like he definitely the anger that the 11th Doctor would have shown in this episode would be would fit him. But it just it really for me didn't fit the 10th Doctor. Loved the episode, loved the way it was done though. Yeah just didn't fit but anyway that's all the trivia that we have for you today and uh, we will jump straight into the the lovely next set. that brings
1: us on to a lovely segment that we like to call the satan pit it's the hall of flame it's when we send certain concepts down to the pits to hell to be shunned by society forever fraser take it away so what you got
0: every time we sit down and do one of these we, we panic panic and like oh god what are we putting in the saints pit but I have one tonight. I went and got my haircut. Okay. Right. Now, it wasn't as bad this time as it normally is. So that's the first thing I want to say. But small talk with your barber mm. is one of the worst things ever. Right. Now, in, in previous haircuts, depending on where I go, the one that I go to now, the guy knows me. Right. Like, we're familiar. He's cut my hair quite a few times. So it's not as bad. Like, I'll walk in the door and he'll know my name. He'll be like, Fraser, can I get you a beer? Can I get you a drink? Can I get you whatever? Do you want some food? We'll get you, you know, sorry. Fancy. But it's very good. It's 25 quid. You get a hair wash, you get a haircut, you get a beer, you get a drink, you get some food if you want it. It's brilliant, right? Really great service. Um, But in previous places I've been to since I moved down, they always want to talk about football. Mm. Oh, yeah, football fan. You see the game last fan. night oh mate, you see the game last night no i didn't i don't really watch football oh the display that they were showing i don't care or like the guy that does my haircut tonight his name is jack lovely guy share a last name he's also he's called jack porter ah. big shout out to jack porter tonight now he was like oh you work for that youtube channel I'm like yeah i do yeah um He's like it's wrestling, right? I was like, yeah, it's wrestling. So I was like, okay, this is not too bad small talk. Like he's, he's he actually remembers what I've said before. He's interested, and he was. Like, oh, I used to watch it. I used to watch it. When it was he? What are you working on? So I, I I tell him a little bit about one of the series that's coming up. What I was what I'm I'm looking forward to doing, um. And he completely forgets and just goes, oh mate. So well, maybe you could do that about football. And I'm like, well, it's not a it's not a football channel. We do wrestling and we do video games. Hmm. Oh mate, I love video games. Oh yeah, what are you playing at the moment? FIFA. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. Um that's, that's cool. Well, I, I don't really play that, but and then we we you know we managed to move on um and, and chat about something else. And he was like, Oh, so are you go, you going anywhere? Do you go anywhere nice on holiday? I said, Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait in a few weeks, I'm gonna the south of France. Oh mate, me and my me and the lads went off to the south of France. He was like, You off to you know, is it you and the lads, lads, lads off on a southern France holiday? I'm like, No, it's me and my girlfriend. Oh, f- ball and chain taking you on holiday. I was like, Well no, actually, we're very excited to go on our first proper holiday together. Uh oh, no women could tie me down, lad. And you know, he's like I'm like, mm. You're not getting my vibe here, yeah. are you? <laughs> um you're not matching me on the same level. Um or what was it he was like, Oh, was it this? I went to Portugal on my holidays. I went to this proper festival. It was wild. Um, just got did you go to festivals much? I was like, no, I can't. I can't say I have. What What did you go and see? And what and he was like? Oh, what type of music do you like? So I explained what type of music I like. He was like, oh, if you like them, and I, I, would said Half Moon Run and my favorite band. To, I'm going to see later this year. Very excited about. Um, and I was like, I to that. I was like, recently I've been listening to a lot of Harry Styles. I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift mainstream stuff there he's like oh mate if you like this and then he mentioned like a completely random dj name that's in portuguese oasis he was like mate 40 quid flight out to portugal we'll go next weekend i'm like no cheers for the offer but thanks no um and then to sort of wrap it up he would got back to sort of talking about i he's done this before like almost the exact same conversation i'm pretty sure i've told you but tonight he did he was like like every time you come in i think we're related i was like well it's just the last name isn't it because he can see my name on the booking sheet mm-hmm. both porters and he was like no nah, mate mate I, I genuinely think we are he was like I've, i looked up recently he was like i know before i've said to you that i didn't have family where you're from but i've recently discovered i do have family from ireland Oh my God I was like well I'm not I'm not Irish Jack um I'm from I'm from Edinburgh He was like oh I'm not sure if I've got family from up there but I still think there could be there's, Northern a chance. Irish. Like, there's sorry not, yeah there's not many porters about I was like well sure and then the, the guy that was cutting the person in, next to me uh, when Jack went to go and get me another drink. Mm. Um, he was like, "He's a fucking idiot." <laughs> he, how do you, he was like? You sound you you definitely sound Scottish. Oh, um, well, thank you, sir. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I'm putting in small talk at barbers because I don't like,
1: know. I I I I have good conversations they usually, it, are about me having graduated and not doing anything.
0: Right. Okay, but like, do you go with the same person every time? Yeah. Okay, so they're familiar with you. It's getting better with Jack. Right. It's pretty, It's when you go to someone new and you've got to have the same conversations. Hmm. What are you putting in the same spot?
1: I'm putting in so to personalize it for me a bit. Uh, I'm looking for places. To yeah. to move out and move into places near uh, uh, well I shan't say where in case some stalker comes yeah, along stalkers um, Blah. very relatable experience people have all the time you go on these sites like right move and yep. zoopla zoopla um, and you'll get places that right so it's a, it's a long list of things basically um, places that Have no pictures.
0: Yep. Um,
1: Worst. I don't know what they're thinking. They're like, "Oh, let's add an air of mystery to it. Maybe they'll yes. Maybe they'll want to come and see it." Um, These
0: uh, to put in context are these uh, shared flats. No, these are just these are well
1: any kind of flats
0: or mixed. Okay, like
1: I've I've had that for for multiple. Um, one angle of the bedroom yes, and it's always the foot of the bed yeah, and it's always just looks it looks so small and it's they're never good um and then um i considered going into one of those like those brand new like they're everywhere it's the the studio flat sort of complexes um that some of them just don't show a picture of the the bed
0: Yes, yeah, some of them don't, do they? They just... It's like, there's a bed in here.
1: Yeah. And I, I emailed one no. of them being like, could I get more information on the room? Could I get a picture of the bed? And they were like, I'm afraid uh, we have to... We, we only do that for proper inquiries into the room. It's like, well, this oh, is.
0: Well, I feel like that is a proper inquiry. If, if,
1: if I could see the bed, then I might inquire I in might the room. I take it,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I'm inquiring and in inquiring. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's weird. Just the... The frustration of finding a place is really getting to me, obviously. But um, yeah, it's quite annoying. Yeah. Also, uh, places that are not furnished that they list as furnished, so it shows up on furnished shirt, uh, searches.
0: That was an issue when I moved down as well, down here, uh, trying to find a place that, when they say furnished, it's not. It's more than just the sofa. Mm. Like there was quite a few that was like fully furnished and it's like they've got a sofa they've got a, a bed mm-hmm. that's it yeah and it's like the rest you've got furnished that's part furnished
1: yeah and places with slanted ceilings it's not hip it's a nuisance
0: oh see i've got to disagree if if the whole building is if the whole flat is slanted ceilings then yes i'm against it however if it's a modern build with two floors like it but it's a small Right. compact flat with two floors and there's like a ceiling level I'm cool with it
1: see this one was, one specifically that I found was a uh, second floor so you go upstairs um, yep. you go up more stairs uh, into a sort of living room more stairs yep. into a wee hallway that leads off to a kitchen that is slanted um, over the grill and, we'll and fridge down. so um, I would have to bend down to cook
0: yeah see I, I don't mind it in a living room because it lets a lot of light in mm. and you can't no one really can see in the window right but it's bad for my back but, yeah bad for my posture That's true yeah yeah um, well that's good good picks for the satan's pit
1: what are your picks for the satan's pits you could tell us at twitter or at uh, Doctor Who Pod using the hashtag the satan pit fraser what did you think of fires of pompeii
0: so generally, I did really enjoy this one. It felt very nostalgic to me. Like I, I, the the cold open kicks things off really quite well. It made me. It took me way back to two thousand and eight watching it for the first time. Um, I liked the story. A really good moral dilemma for the Doctor that we don't really see him in as much as much as I I did say in the trivia part of the show that it 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 was a bit out of character for him and personally for me i did like it Mm. even if it was like it was a really interesting thing to like go well this is a a catastrophic event and he's refusing to save anyone but donna really humanizes him and it it does show donna's effect on the doctor and really sort of shows that she's more than just a joke character because i think that's kind of what this whole thing was kind of to dispel right was that catherine tate comedic actor coming into Doctor Who, can she do the serious stuff? Yeah. And quite clearly she can and she plays it really, really well. Uh, as I said, the CG was a bit iffy to me. It didn't really look like they were in the scenes, which didn't take me out of it so much. I was just like, well, it's just it's not there. Yeah. But I can excuse it. I liked it. I liked Peter Capaldi's character in it, especially knowing who he goes on to be. Um, it, There's good humour throughout the threat is really quite cool because the doctor really actually loses in this episode mm-hmm. because he's the one that's got to press the button to, yeah. he saves the world, but kills however many people. Um, And it's his fault and it's his problem. And it does show that he, uh, he's been traveling alone for a while and he's, in it, it, it's got to him. Mm. And having Donna there as the support shows why he needs a companion. So I thought it was a really good episode. I'm I'm probably gonna put it at a 7.5, I think. Round about there. I think it's 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 somewhere in that seven range anyway. Mm. I feel like an argument could be made to make it go lower or higher depending on how you view it. But I'm saying 7 point,
1: 7.5 Yeah, the 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 real danger of this episode is a natural disaster not happening
0: which yeah. is a very interesting yeah, much. sort of
1: concept um yeah uh see, it's hard it's hard whenever you speak first because i just like yeah yeah i agree yeah, i agree everything he said
0: but i mean if if if, if you agree with that that's absolutely Two fine quotations. like i feel like you can just have a, a dialogue back and forth like what was your sort of highlight of the episode
1: um i just i just loved all of it i liked um i liked the the idea of of pompeii and the 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 moral dilemma of the time traveler saving people that he knows is is part of a a disaster um and then all the all the celtic jokes it's it's
0: yeah i appreciated them doing some more on location filming it did actually make the episode Mm -hmm. seem a bit more Again, real. Like, lived in. Actually genuine that this is Pompeii. Um, is there anything of the episode that you didn't like, though? Like for, for me, as much as I said I like it and don't like it, just the characterization of the Doctor being a bit more aggressive and not quite ten, but also ten in a sense, it's like isolated to this episode. I, I liked it, but didn't like it on a grander scale. Um, I found the character of
1: Lucius a bit underwhelming. I feel like he could have been Used better, like they 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 mm-hmm. had him sort of just. He was he was a great character in that he he was under uh, he was a minion essentially, um, yeah. but mm-hmm. I feel like they could have used him as a an, an aggressive force against the doctor more, um, yeah, because really like. The only the only actual aggressor against the doctor are the 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 sibling sisters. Because they're like yes, they, yeah. these people have to die. Lucius is just like, I'm gonna sort of like we 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 corner you in my house, but other than that, I'm just gonna shout at you what the I'm gonna explain what the plan, what the plan is. is. What, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's a
0: bit underwhelming. Yeah, but again, the the as you said, the the villain of this is actually more so the Doctor. Mm. In my mind, anyway, in the fact that like he's the one that's got to make this dilemma it's, it's, the, the others are just there to add tension whereas really he's the villain because it's like he's not going to save these people, he doesn't want to save these people but he does want to save these people, what's he going to do sort. I should say rather the moral dilemma is the villain of the episode, mm-hmm. it's more philosophical which is quite funny, you know it, it's interesting that they chose to go to a time of massive philosophers Yeah. Even though um, I
1: just realised that it's already established that the Doctor saved the family from going on the Titanic in the first episode is, of the yeah. show.
0: Yeah. Again, that's what I mean. It's kind of, kind of out of character of the Doctor. Maybe, maybe not this Doctor. Well, maybe. I think it is. Mm. You make your own minds up. Yeah. I think it is. Some people I'm, think it isn't. I'm also
1: going to give this a 7.5. But yes, you, you you, tell us what you think um, on Twitter at RealGeordieSteel or at the Fraser Portal. Or at Doctor Who Pod. You can also like and subscribe and give us a rating. Um, Fraser, have you got anything in the pipeline?
0: Um, ooh, That's a good question. Um, So I stream every Friday at 6pm on the Cultaholic Twitch channel. Um, I've got uh, a Desert Island Graps. If you're a wrestling fan, uh, you can come and listen to me and Tom Campbell chat about what three wrestling matches... I would take to a deserted island to watch. So we've got that coming up, uh, filming that tomorrow at time of recording. So by this time, it might be out on the channel. It might be on the podcast feed. I'm not too sure. BBC Radio Um,
1: Newcastle's own Tom Campbell.
0: Own Tom Campbell. Um, I'm trying to think, will this other thing that I'm working on be out? It might not be, but there's something else I'm working on that I'm filming tomorrow at time of recording. And I'm very excited about it, so keep an eye on all my social medias, and it'll be out there somewhere. It's fun, fun little thing.
1: It's fun, it's free. That's all I can say. It's all inside this happy yeah. meal. Once again, exactly. uh, you can tell us your Satan pit at Doctor Who pod, using the hashtag Satan pit, And again, at uh, hashtag, no, at, at Doctor Who pod, you can tell us your thoughts on this episode, or at RealGeordieSteel, or at
0: the fraser portrait uh, one more thing have you got anything to plug
1: have i got anything to plug any,
0: have you got any ohio film stuff to plug
1: uh you got more stuff coming we out? just just go over and have a look at it just go over have a look go watch the videos again and again and again and again and again and again and again and, again and just watch me basically use my knowledge of comic books and knowledge of storytelling to essentially predict mm. how the future of marvel is going to go if that's your thing.
0: You go. If that's your thing, go and check that Other out.
1: things I've got to plug my gob with some gin and lemonade.
0: Go and do that just now, so we're gonna sign off.
1: Gonna sign off. Uh but next time we have things get very ood for the Doctor we... and Donna. Um yeah. But until then, I hope you have a lovely week.
0: Friday weekend week
1: this week because this would come up yeah monday uh hope you have a lovely week uh but remember as always stay stay hooked. hooked